road march winner, prominent writer, amazing, amazing singer in the soca industry, contributing hit after hit after hit for many, 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 many years. Problem, big up yourself. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course, brother. So how is everything going? How are you coping with the current state of the world? I know this is unprecedented times we're living in right now. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, it's all right. It's all right. It's cool, you know, you know, um, I'm, um, I'm doing what I can and, you know, you know, just trying to, trying to, help, you know, um, um, 19 situation was in, you know, quarry, quarry, going outside, outside, um, try to, try to, try to keep it humble. I feel you on that. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. You're cutting in and out for a quick second. Let me grab a pair of headphones to make sure I can hear you clearly real quick. All right. All right. Give me one sec. What's up, guys? What's up, guys? I'm cutting. Cut. Um, um, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my I'm echoing. I'm echoing. Why do you miss the... That means I got a... I got a... Much reverb. Oh, Too much reverb on the mic. This ain't a song. Maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah maybe. coming in from, coming in from. I'm, I'm probably, I'm probably. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. Let me lower a little bit. All right. How about that? How's the levels there? Check, check. Go ahead. Check, check. Oh, you're hearing us clearly in the chat. Let us know. Somebody said I should try headphones. Okay, let me try headphones. Yeah. I headphones. Um, what you want? Don't worry, we're not going to be on the pedal. Let me get to it. How's that? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Talk a little bit more. Let me hear you. Just, just a little check, test. Check, test. check, check. Somebody said good, better. Yes, nice and clear. Nice and clear, brother. Oh, I needed headphones. So it was me. Gosh, man. I'm Teddy Riley. <laughs> that's no problem no problem we we're learning as we go we're adapting and everything so real good real good real good yeah dog so yeah i just want i just want i know the original question was um yeah how are you coping and stuff like that um i know you said overall things going well um how how has it been overall um it's been cool i just i just invested in what i needed to invest in um as far as far as studio equipment and i've been um writing and recording at home um so that kept me busy um, I've been trying to just adhere to the rules and regulations as far as wearing my mask, not going outside when I, when I um, don't have to, and so on and so forth. You know, um, it's not just me going through it, it's the entire world, so we all have to adjust and adapt you know, and find new ways and means of doing what we have to do on a daily basis. Of course, there's no touring or anything going on right now, so there's a lot of a loss of residual um, income as far as performances go, but... You know, everything is good still, you know, can't complain. It, it happens. So, you know, when life gives you lemon, you make lemonade. You can't sit in and complain. It's not going to make things any better. Absolutely, man. Yeah, well said, well said. And I know this week gone by would have been Vince Mass, right, for the, for the viewers watching, you know, what is your interpretation of Vince Mass and what are the key things that really make Vince Mass Vince Mass? Because, you know, there's, there's a lot of people who know Carnival. But yeah. I don't think there's a lot of people that really know the the euphoria and the bacchanal and the energy and the pump of Vinci Masco. So can you tell us what it is in your own words? Okay, well, well, first of all, I'm seeing that we're echoing again. And I don't know if it's on my end anymore because I've since used my... Um, I'm going to load them on it on my end. 
right? Um, Vinci Mass is basically <laughs> all the Vinci's in the chat are good, <laughs> real fans. <laughs> now, Vinci Mass, we just different, you just expect anything, expect anything from Vinci Mass wildness, craziness. We do have that. that beautiful pretty aspect of carnival with the costumes and everything we do have that we're like a blend of a bunch of the different islands you know but we're just so spontaneous with the way we celebrate the music and the way we we, we give what you call a forward you will see people celebrating and we don't i don't even think it's, it's fair to call it dancing right now it's, it's just it's just different man you have to experience it it's like if some if a song comes on as somebody like in vinci mass you're able to see them do anything to show approval for that song. They might just decide to roll on the floor for like a good 15, 20 seconds. You know, it's not all highty-tighty and, and cute and dandy and everything, you know, but we do have parties like that as well where you put on your nice little gear and you go and you floss and you have your nice cup of little whatever you drink, you know, but we do have the wild aspect of it, which was really what Soka, um, Soka was over the years. We have held on to that aspect of it, especially Power Soka. You know, Power Soka, like, what we call raga, what the rest of the world mostly call groovy, is very rare when you find a good groovy set being played. It's mostly power meet power soccer. Right, true. We love power. Amazing, man. Yeah. And, you know, some people, I've heard from people over the years that they feel that, like, a lot of the, the carnivals, especially like Trinity Carnival, right? They feel like a lot of traditional aspects of it have, have become, like, very superficial or over-commercialized. And I hear from a lot of people, they, they flood Vinci specifically for that reason because they find that they could, they could really just go wild with the pump, with the bacchanal, and it still yes, has a lot of traditional aspects yeah. there. So. It's, still, it's, still, it's still true to its form, you know, in its purest and rawest form. I mean, it's by choice. And you don't have to participate. You could, you could watch, like a thing like Our Soka Monarch, if you go on YouTube and just watch a Vinci Soka Monarch, anybody's performance is, is just so live. It's so live. It's not, we don't have where someone's performing and that person's not your favorite and you're going to stand still just because you're just waiting for the one person that you're here there to root for to come on. We don't have that. We don't have that. We have, I like this song. It's mass. And it's the whole, whole stadium, the whole arena. It's crazy. Just check it out on YouTube. Check it out. You didn't even have to look at just my performance, anybody's performance because I haven't competed since I think 2016 or 15. Around there, about I haven't competed since then. But you could check out the performances. It's crazy. Vibes, 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 vibes. I just want to big up all the people in the chat right now. I see all the Vinci flags. Like, I can see plenty, plenty fans in the place right yes, now. Yes, sir. Vinci on the world. <laughs> I see it. I see it. Gel, pick up yourself. Tyrone, 90 degrees. I see all, your, all, all the problem lovers here right now. Amazing, amazing. And don't forget, all if you guys have any questions for problem, you can hit the little question box, and I can always bring up a question. You could get some dope knowledge from the Vinci bad boy, all right? Oh, what? Um, you, you fancy. <laughs> 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 adapting with the times bro so i know you have done so much in your contributions to soca music man like you play a major major part in writing hits for soca artists within the region in addition to singing and performing your own catalogs of hits how how do you balance it all how how have you been balancing it all over the years has it been a challenge or has it been something that you kind of learned along the way because dan you are a powerhouse of creativity Thank you so much. Um, 
I, I the way I do it is just um, honesty. Um, I'm always writing. I'm always working. So if I pen something, and I think someone would do a better job delivering it than I would, I might approach the person or say, "Listen, see if you like this or whatever the case may be." Because if you check it out, what I what I write for, like per se, Patrice Roberts, there's no way I could execute half of those because that's not my vocal ability, you know. And then the other approach I take is that I kind of like hear someone's opinion. And if it's from a female perspective, obviously I can't sing it. I could probably twist it and make it from a male perspective, but that doesn't always work. So I may pen it from a female perspective and give it to a female artist or submit it to a female artist. Um, with time and experience, you just know how to go about it. There's so many different ways you could go about it. There's no one way to get in a song done or to get in a song to suit or fit another person. If I write a song as dear to my heart, like some things are just that personal that no one else could relay my story for me. So then in that regard, I would have to do it, whether it be something personal, something emotional, um, an experience in a fit or whatever the case may be, then that will retain that for myself because that's, that's from my heart. That's me. Um, there was a song I wrote that was for myself. And I just ended up giving it to um to someone else. With, that song was on Play Harder um, by Marshall Montana. I actually did that for me. And I was like, you know what? I could always do another song for me. It's not a problem. Um, I just recently wrote a song for myself as well. A brand new song is unreleased. And because of the melodies that I was getting, it was so high in key. I was like, I can't do that. But I would feel kind of fraudulent to drop the key and change the vibe just to be selfish to make it fit me. So I just did my best and left it as it is. And I found someone who it fits perfectly as is. So that's honesty. You're honest to the music. I could have changed it, but that's not what the, the song was really calling for. So I just left it in its truest, purest form and then found somebody who could execute that. Yeah. That's amazing, man. And um, yeah, people in the chat saying, problem right to sing for me now. <laughs> I could write for anybody. You just got to have that check. There you go. There you go. <laughs> you hear that? Um, no, that, that's an amazing answer, man. And you know, I think that really rings true to the phrase that music really is a form of expression, right? Oh, um, definitely. Yeah. And, and one of the things that I'm really curious about is like, you know, you, you have chemistry with, with so many different artists, you know, Marshall Montano, Patrice, King Baba, Shal, just to name a few. Um, how are you able to, to place yourselves in their shoes and, and write for like such distinctive personalities, you know? Um, honestly, observing the person, you know, all right. It's like, I don't know if anybody here watch like crime dramas or stuff and so on. Like a detective basically knows when you're lying or has an idea when you're lying, body language, persona, you know what I'm saying? The way you articulate. I, I'm just, I would say I've gotten good at like, I don't have to know you. But I could observe you and tell, like, all right, your antics, just your whole vocal range, the texture of your voice, your personality. It's easy to analyze. It's much like a detective will look at somebody and say, I think this person might be a person of interest. They may have something to do with it. They might be the actual person or they might be um, someone who was there while it was happening. They might be a witness. You just, you just know. You just gather that with experience. You know, being a, a fun and comical guy helps as well you know i like I, I try to mimic people or play around a practical joke or joke on people so while i'm penning a song or even from hearing the beat i may hear a beat and say you know what would sound wicked on this so and so 
and I just automatically become that person for, for a period of time or just see things from that person's perspective. Sometimes I write the song in all honesty for nobody and after listening back to it, I hear someone. So like I said earlier, there's no one way to, to do it. You just, over time, you just learn how to do it. It just comes to you naturally. Amazing, man. Yeah, just want to big up the people in the chat. We say Ang saying their problem is a chameleon. That's how he does it. She's <laughs> profiling, right, right, right. Amazing, amazing, man. That's, that's such an amazing creative process. Um, and I, I think that's something that is very, very unique to you. Um, are there any disadvantages in, in having these abilities? Like, for example, does it make you like extra critical when, when working with other producers or songwriters? That's not a disadvantage. That's an advantage. There you go. But, yeah, I haven't, I haven't worked with any other songwriters. Um, but that's an advantage to be, you know, such a perfectionist or expecting the best when working with producers, you know, because you can't settle. Um, I've been going back and forth with a producer for the last three days on one beat, just based on one little thing that I want to be just correct to get my vibe. It's, it's good as is, but I don't want good as is. I want great as may be. You know what I'm saying? So it takes for the people that, that's working with me to understand my vision and my, my goal and what I'm trying to accomplish and what I'm trying to achieve. And I, I usually explain to them that don't take anything that I'm saying personally. Everything that I'm saying is for the betterment of the project. It's for us to, when we release the song, to have a greater impact as opposed to somebody saying, yeah, it's cool. You know, we, we go in for the wow factor like, oh man, wow, this is crazy. So yeah, there you have it. Awesome, 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 awesome. That, that's, that's amazing to hear. And um, yeah, I, I find that a lot in your tracks, man. I think that speaks volumes about why the music that you create isn't, like you said, isn't just a good song. They're always hits, year after year after year. I love the always hits, guy. Well, I, have a, to, I, have I think the people that would definitely say they, all your fans right here, they know it's hits, dog. <laughs> I, think, well, I, think the songs, I think the songs that they that they hear are the songs that become popular based on um, not technique, strategy. Because sometimes you may have songs that are potential hits, songs that, that, that should be huge by right, and just based on one little thing, whether it's your release or whatever the case may be, um, the time you release it, it gets shadowed or not heard. So I, I definitely aim for what you're saying, but you know, I wouldn't say like everything I write has become a hit, but I'm doing, I'm doing well in that regard. Awesome, awesome. And that kind of begs the question, right? Um, and this is a question I love to, to ask artists to really get their feedback and their thought on Soka. Um, you know, like some people would say that because we have a certain expectation, right, of what Soka should or should not sound like, um, do you ever find that expectations of what the genre should, quote unquote, sound like, does that ever like limit your creativity do you feel like soca really lets you um present your creativity in the fullest or do you find that there are times when you know you, you really want to express yourself in a certain way maybe that sound might not be so traditional soca so to speak or the jump up or this or that and you feel like you kind of have to hold back on it or do you feel like it's kind of overshadowed some other releases that you've had well first of all yes i do agree with that it limits not just me it limits a, a bunch of other artists but I was, I'm labeled a soca artist. That's just what, that's just the genre that accepted me. If you listen to my music and you really, really listen to my music, you know that I don't do the traditional sound in soca. A lot of songs that I write could pass for R&B songs. 
I just twang it up on purpose, West Indian, like so you could pass it. So I could easily change, easily change those words around to, to um, standard English, proper English, and have it be our army song, a song like Carry On by Patrice Roberts. I could e easily take those words and just manipulate it and just make it like proper standard English and just have her sing it that way. And it automatically is no longer a soca song. It's an R&B song. Change the beat, change the, um, the delivery of the beat and so on and so forth. But it does limit most. Me, I'm, I'm always going to do whatever I feel like doing. I'm always going to do because the world is a big world and that's a part of why we need growth. You know, we need growth because like if you're singing, if, if think about how many soca acts there are. And if we are all given five topics that we could sing on, it, it, it makes us great in that we have to use these five top, topics and sound differently year after year after year. But think of the possibilities of the, if we could expand on these topics. You know, we don't have to go as far as like violence and singing about, you know, gun tunes and stuff like that. But I think that's what makes a market like say St. Vincent so differently, you know, that we could get away with a little bit more in St. Vincent. But I also know there's a big world out there. It's a, great, it's a great big world out there. And for these amount of people who don't understand a song like Flavor that I did with Safari, you know, there's a bunch of other people on this side of the world who's like, yo, that's my favorite track from you. You know, the Soka audience might not understand it, but I'm so, I'm, I'm culturally, I'm just one big pillar apart because it's like, I've, I've been living in Brooklyn for God knows how long. So many, many, many years. You know, I'm obviously Vincey. Grew up loving and, and wanting to be a dancehall artist. So I'm, I'm heavily exposed to hip hop. I'm heavily into dancehall. I do soca music. You know what I'm saying? And then growing up, my mother would play all these other old school um, R&B, um, reggae, authentic reggae, like Bob Marley, Jimmy Cliff, Peter Tosh, Yellow Man, all these kind of people music, you know, from, from a generation prior to her or whatever. So it's just all that is what I bring to the table when I'm doing my music. It just happens to be that soca is a genre that accepted me and soca is a genre that I do, but I'm not, no, I'm not a one-dimensional um, artist. You know, I'm, I, I like to think I'm very, very versatile. And ever so often, if you check my songs like Life of the Party, the flow on it, Jesus Christ, how that party I'm at. So traditionally speaking, that's not really soca. So a lot of times, a lot of people might regurgitate or just like might not be into it. Like, I don't even understand what he, whatever the case may be. I try to I try to twang it up. Then I try to give them something they could understand. I say, she bubbling, she bubbling up in front of me. Uh, like a lot of soca acts don't have that delivery um, slash flow. Even we could take it way back to when on um, the party hard remix was out. You know, me pull up in a Christia in front of the club like a big star. None of those songs are traditional soca songs, but they all hit. They all connected. You know what I'm saying? So that's proof that we can't just really try to expect one thing from from so many different artists. We're all different people. We have different personalities. Everybody can't sing about Roman Horn every year. You know, and wine and jump and wave. I mean, we can because we're, we're forced to do it a lot, you know, but if the topic and the subject matters and the concepts are allowed to be expanded on, you know, I think we could do a lot more. Vibes, wow. Yeah, that's, that's incredible, man. I think that, that versatility really, really, really shows in your music. Definitely, definitely. Um, and, and we have a lot of people here that agree with that. And tomorrow night, God's willing, tomorrow night, at one second after midnight, you're going to get to see some of that versatility because my EP comes out. Um, it's called The Vaccine. There's five songs on there. So everybody who has, um, who's able to log on to 
all the digital media platforms, you know, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, Tidal, whatever you have, just go check it out. You don't have to purchase it. It would be appreciated if you did buy it. You know, it's like a song is 99 cents. You know, how many of us, we waste 99 cents on a daily basis. So um, waste it on my records tomorrow. Or you could buy that. I'm not sure about the price for the um, full EP. Um, it's five songs, you know, um, and the album drops in October. But for now, tomorrow night, midnight, or as far as Friday goes, um, the vaccine is, would be in store. store. Sorry. Awesome. Make sure all you check out that EP tomorrow, right? So we have... Soka artists, we have Problem Child releasing music, giving us music here in the midst of COVID and everything like that. Make sure Oya, check it out, buy it, support your Soka artists, right? Definitely, the vaccine, check it out. So Problem, I have to ask a, a real serious question, right? Sorry, sorry, um, I want to answer, yeah, answer Jed. He wants to know if you could stream it. Well, that's what, these platforms are all streaming platforms. You could purchase it. Of course, you could stream it. Just play it, log on and play it. You, you know, it's, it's, it's streaming, downloading, purchasing and there's also a like and sharing and it'll be on each song will be on youtube as well for the people in the caribbean a lot of people don't have access to these platforms or itunes or spotify per se you could just log on to youtube and just play whatever song you like and i'll appreciate you telling me you know via dm or however you want to like i like this song you know like do more like this or whatever the case may be but yeah there's there's a lot of versatility on there vibes and big up to everybody was, in the chat was, right that now that wasn't was an earthquake <laughs> we're staying safe <laughs> one, one world disaster at a time please <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yes yes big up to everybody in the chat Cordell Jell Rasen Yaras I really like that name <laughs> yeah big up everybody um, these people been supporting all the names that you, you, you call been supporting me from a longer time still Ram big up yourself the big bad Ram everybody I know it's like, it's like a family chat right now yeah awesome awesome man and I know like you know like you said we have the EP dropping tomorrow um, I know during these times, you know, creating soca music isn't the easiest thing to do for artists. And um, I know this is a topic I've, I've heard you speak on a little bit before, but, um, you know, the, the quote unquote, the seasonality of soca, right? Um, some people argue that soca already exists year round for the simple fact that there are other carnivals. Some people argue that it is still very much a seasonal thing. What is, what is your, your take on this, especially as someone who is, is dropping music, you know, midway throughout the year? I don't think soca. It depends on your perspective. Soca is only seasonal per island, right? So when it's not carnival time in St. Vincent, we might not be that much on soca, but it might be carnival someplace else. So... That's the thing with us. We always like to keep things locally and in this small box. But technically speaking, if you love soca music, you could get soca year-round. You could get soca year-round. Because the songs that came out of Trinidad would lead you right up into, let's say, uh, even Trinidad and Karaku, if I'm not mistaken, is around the same time. Right? That's a whole set of new music coming out of Karaku. You know, plus, plus the songs that you're getting used to from Trinidad. That could take you up to, let's say, Vinci Mass. You tune into Vinci Mass and St. Lucia. We are like two weeks apart, but our music comes out around the same time. So you tune into that, you know? Then there's Barbados, like a month after. And then Grenada, like another two weeks after. 
you know? And that could take you up until Labor Day. You start ex um, enjoying that, which is like September. Before you know, we back in Miami Carnival, which is October. Songs start coming out for Trinidad Carnival the next year. That's a full year of music being released. You know? So it's only seasonal if you look at it from your island's point of view. But technically speaking, if you want to be technical, it really isn't seasonal. You just, we just have to learn to understand, love, and respect that other islands that do soca exist as well. You know what I'm saying? So if you're from Trinidad and you're complaining that soca is, so we want more soca, there is more soca. Just because it's not coming from your island doesn't mean that it's not there. And the same goes for every other island. If you want more soca, tap into the other islands. It's there a whole year. Seasons, so it's only seasonal based per island, not overall. That's a great point, man. And I, I, I totally agree with you. I think sometimes um, we as Caribbean people, we tend to have kind of like this island-centric point of view, right? Where it's like, if you're not coming from our place and our country, and then it don't exist nowhere else. It don't else, exist, right? yeah. Yeah, and I think that's a I very... Mean, it's, you know, ig it's ignorance. It's ignorance in its truest form. And not ignorance as far as when you want to insult somebody, as far as a lack of knowledge. A lot of people really don't know. They, they're not put on to it. You know, they're not exposed to it. They're not being told about it. And then there's a lot of DJs who do tap in and play these songs or whatever the case may be. But people also love other genres. So they've been trained that once Carnival in their island is done, they have to like tune out and tune into back into dance hall or whatever. But the same way you could tap into dance hall for all those months until it's your season, as far as you put it again, you could tap into Soka the same way. The advantage that they have is something that we touched on earlier. They could touch on so many topics that it could sustain for a longer period of time than we can. Well, yeah, basically speaking. Definitely, yeah, and Definitely big up to the DJs out there who are not afraid to play the new soca, the, the soca from all the different islands, especially Jell. Big up yourself as always. Um, I know you also touched on saying with the, with the EP dropping to, uh, tomorrow um, that there's also, uh, you, you have it streaming on all the different platforms and everything like that. Everything. And, um, everything. So for, for someone like you that, that sees the importance of, of releasing music on, you know, not just YouTube, but across multiple platforms, how, what, what, what is the, the importance of doing that? Why is it important oh, for so artists to go about doing that? That's a topic in itself, man. All other genres do it. All other genres create bodies of work. I mean, look at what we're, the, the situation in the state of, of the world right now. And these rappers, like I said, I'm heavy, heavy into hip hop. You know, I listen to hip hop a lot when I can um, because when I'm not listening to beats, that's the only time I have to listen to music. Um, but they're able to, to, to sustain and, and, and to prevail and have life good for them based on their fans buying and supporting the music that they're releasing. They're on all these charts. You know, they having this many, that many views on YouTube. You know, and it's like providing a product for people to purchase. It's important and it's actually imperative for more artists to do it because we, we like to argue that we're not a genre. The people who create the genres as far as um, dance hall or hip hop or whatever, as far as like iTunes and all this stuff, 
they're not going to recognize us if there's not enough work to categorize as soca. They're not going to give us a genre with five albums in the world, in the world of soca music. I don't think there are 10 soca albums that's out right now as far as new music, as far as recent music, as far as 2020. There might not be 10 albums, and 10 is a stretch. I really want to say five. You, you know, it's a stretch as far as 2020. Now, think about this, right? You're running a business. You have genres. You have dancehall. You know how many albums come out. Whether it's even all in Germany, people putting out reggae albums. They're putting out dancehall albums. You know what hip-hop does, right? And then you could do a top 100 reggae chart. You could do a top 100 um, dancehall chart. You could do a top 100 hip-hop chart. Country, R&B, pop. Dance. Name it. Album-wise. What are you going to do for Soka? Top five? You're not in this business to make anybody feel good or to big up anybody's culture. You have to grasp that concept and take full responsibility. If we had music and each time an, an, an artist put an album out, my song sells. Let's say my song sells 500,000. Which very rarely, I don't think it really ever happens in Soka. Very rarely. Right? right? I can state an argument that, listen, thanks for the plaque, thanks for the gold plaque, but I don't do modern dance hall. I do soca. The next soca artist coming, he sells the same amount or more, and he makes the same argument. They're going to be forced to hear us. They have to hear us, because now our numbers are, our numbers are there. They can't ignore the numbers. You know, we're not off the charts because they don't want us there. We're off the charts because the records are not being bought in that regard. We have the power, but we're not, we're not using it. We're not exercising the power. You know, if you put out a record based on the amount of West Indians that's in the US, Europe, when I say about North America, Europe, Africa, wherever, wherever we have access to these platforms, and everybody say, for the love of Soka, we're going to buy a song at 99 cents. I promise you, that's at least a gold record, and it's 500,000 copies to go gold. But how many times do you hear soca artists going gold? Because we don't support the music. And then there's not enough, not enough music being released. You have to just, even if you're not going to listen to it, if you're one of those people, I promise you, a lot of the people who, who complain that soca is not a genre don't buy music. Don't buy the music. Not all. I'm pretty sure a lot of people are just there to complain because they don't understand what it takes for us to become a genre. Buy the music. Stream it. Down download it. Do you know there was a um, a little what was it? A little fiasco where Justin Bieber and what's her name? I forgot the young lady's name. Did a collaboration and they told their fans, listen, put this song on repeat. Turn the volume down and play it while you sleep. Do you know what that does? That means the song is being streamed over and over and over and over and over and over. You may have it on your phone. Your phone volume might be down. It's just being streamed over. Now think about how many people they have in their audience. And if everybody who love and listen to them do that, think about how many streams that is over and over and over for days at a time for the whole week of release because like say you release on a friday 
you know if you chart or not the next Friday, I think it is. So for a whole week, every time you go to bed, just put that thing on repeat and let it stream. It's kind of like cheating, but it goes to show how much power the audience has. So we have the power. We, are we going to use it or not? We can't not use the power. You know? I mean, my EP drops tomorrow. And a lot of people are going to support me and be like, yeah, problem, good. That's good for the culture. I love what you're doing. But not a lot of people would actually take the step and say, I'm, I'm going to listen to it first. I like this song. I'm going to buy this song. It's 99 cents. Think about that for a second. Right? Not a lot of people would say, I'm not even going to listen to it, but I'm going to buy it just because I want to see my genre or my culture grow. And that's the approach you have to take, like real talk. And once that happens and the culture starts getting its recognition, can't no rapper, can't no dancehall act, can't no nobody look at us like we're nobody. You know? Because we put the work in from an artist's point of view, from a supporter and fan of Soka point of view. And after that, there's nothing they could do. There's nothing anybody could do. We will grow, we will be recognized, and we will be given our genre. And stop thinking there's only two, three people could, could, could push to the forefront to make people recognize us. I could talk on this topic for like two days and you won't get a word in because I've, I've already analyzed it and I've been living it. Stop thinking there's only three, four people they should be looking at to represent us. You don't even have to look at me. There's a bunch of other people out there because half the times, the people that you're looking at to do it, is not what they would look at and be like, oh, what's that? Let me, check, let me check that out. Because if you're going down the street and you see a business, the business could have a great product inside, but until it makes you feel like you should come into that business, you're not going to go in. You could be walking past that building every day. I'm that building, by the way. <laughs> right? And not paying attention but the product is there because why? Everybody told you you should go there. But you didn't take the time out. Meanwhile, some people come from over here, walk down the block and look and be like, what's this store about? This store looks interesting. Go in and get the product that you've been walking by for the longest. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's why I carry myself a certain way because ain't no rap. I mean, I, I don't have bread like they have. I don't have money like they have. I don't, you know what I'm saying? But they're not going to look at me and, and, and like frown like, whatever. You want to approach these people to work with them and whatever. The first thing they see is your appearance, how you carry yourself. So it's, it's such a broad topic that needs addressing and people got to do better. Absolutely, man. Wow. The amount of realness in that was amazing. Thank you for, for dropping that whole, that whole piece and all that knowledge, man. Um, it really people, sounds to me people that... People agree with me. Yeah, presentation is a must. Yes, yes. Big up to everybody in the chat right now. If you agree, let me see the emojis, please. You have a lot of people right now Somebody saying say, yes. Facts. Artists have image issues and poor, poor music videos. I, 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 I strive not to fall into that category. I strive, but but you see, that's people are gonna get mad when somebody make a statement like that. But you can't get mad. You gotta analyze it and say, is it true or not? Is it true or not? And then you can't say, you can't look at somebody and be like, because they're presenting themselves a certain way, and be mad that they all like look at him or her, him or her think they this or they that. No, I'm an artist. He's an artist too. She's an artist. That's what we're supposed to do. But because we're so 
accessible to our people, everybody always seems to think that we are all friends. And you know, you know how people say they will, they don't want you to do too, too, too well. But if you're pulling me back, you're pulling back the culture as well, because I am representation for your culture, for our culture. You know, and stop thinking that this TV over here is supposed to do it. When when the labels look at the TV, they're not going to be interested in the TV. Right. You know, not 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 because it's your TV, and you like it. You know, if that ain't it, that ain't it. Facts for sure. Yeah, yeah. See everybody in your chat right now. Yeah. Friction, big up yourself, my G. Friction, super. Yes, big up friction. Top producer. Y'all know me. Y'all don't want me on live, man. I, I be speaking the truth, and you know what I mean. A lot of people have have issues with you know the things I express, but I mean no harm. I'm just bluntly honest because lies don't get you anywhere. You know the truth and analyzing the truth is what, is what gives you progress. If somebody tell you, yo. You need some gum right now. Don't be don't be mad at that person because somebody tells you you need gum. Yeah, yes, it's embarrassing. But be glad that person said, "Yo, thanks, yo, I really, thanks." And then you go take care of that. And guess what? Ain't nobody talking about you behind your back no more because the one person right. spoke up and told you. You can't be mad at the person. Yo, the man dissed me. Tell me how I need some gum. No, he looked out for you. You know, definitely. So, yeah, definitely. Facts I think you facts. bring. I think you bring realness, like absolutely, and, and all, and everything that you just said is absolutely 100% real, 100% facts. Everybody in the chat, big up yourself, because I know you're seeing that everybody's agreeing and everything like that. It's an amazing problem. Amazing. Big up amazing. Arms House. I want to big up Arms House Records more recent in the chat right here. He's a yes. dance hall producer. That's my G. We're going to be doing some work um, soon. He just needs to pick up his phone when I message him. <laughs> but he's, a, he's an authentic dance hall producer. I'm talking about name it. Massacre, Movado, um, Spice, name it. He works with all these people. Puts out crazy song. Check out, um, what's his name? Song out. Oh my God, Alkaline song, Halle Berry. Out right now. He produced that song. So, and to, he's in our chat hearing about our culture. So what does that say? Big you know things. What I'm, you know what I'm saying? Yes, absolutely. There's, 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 absolutely. there's a lot. There's a lot for people to hear. Yes, absolutely. K Mix, big up yourself, bro. Um, yeah, problem. Wow, like. It's, it's so amazing to hear all of that, you know, and to really, really get that perspective. Um, I think we, as, as people, as Caribbean people, need to think more collectively, right? I think that that's one of the biggest takeaways is that we can't just look at our artists as like, quote unquote, like commodities or, you know, they, they're just doing this just to do it. I think that support and that push yeah. really, really needs to come from us. Definitely. You know? Definitely. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and speaking of the visuals and stuff like that, I know you, you just had a very, very recent release. Um, oh my oh, gosh. Oh my gosh. Which, yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to big up to uh, Cordell, right? For the visuals, Cordell, Cordell Firm and visuals. Cordell actually didn't do the visuals. He did a lot of my other visuals, but he... Oh, he got was, you, got you. No, he played a part. He played a part yeah. in far as putting the whole team together who, to do it because Cordell lives in, um, in, in Canada now. And I'm in the U.S., so, you know, the whole border situation, he would have been the yeah, one to yeah. do it, but that, that's what I'm talking about. People who love the culture and want to see the culture go far. It's yes. not because he wasn't able to be hands-on. He turned his back and like, I don't want nothing to do with that. It's not my work, you know? He still made all the calls. Yo, boom. Okay, send the files this way. Do that, you know? And, and, and help to make it happen. So big up to Cordell for that. 
Yes, big up yourself, bro. Doing everything you can do for the visuals to push soca music as far as it can go. I really, really one, one thing about appreciate my team, seeing that. One thing about my team, about my team, we don't watch face. I could send, I could send fictional song or Parry Jack a beat, and these are two of the top producers in soca. I could send them a beat that I got from somebody else, and they say, "Yo, this wicked, this hard thing, thing. Give me your opinion." I could, I could get their opinion on it. They're not gonna be like, "Well, I didn't do it, so I don't care." You know? So, yeah. Big up to, to everybody who support Problem Child. The vaccine tomorrow night, Friday, 99 cents per song. Support that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, 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 yeah, go, ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, it's okay. I was going to say, um, I know you, you have Oh My Gosh, and I know you touched a little bit on, on Flavor with Safari before. Can you touch a little bit more on that and how it came about? I, I just wanted to do a collab. And like I said, I believe in my um, talent. I don't believe I'm just, I'm just, it's all about just soca with me. I love soca. I, I like to experiment with music. I, I believe I'm a, I'm a world artist. That's what I, I, I like to say. I'm a world artist. Soca is my, is my love. It's what I love to do. I love to perform. But I just find that I could do more. Whether it be as an artist or a writer. So I'm always experimenting with these new records and these different records. And I had the record and I wanted to do it because, like I said earlier, I had songs like The Party, but it wasn't my song, The Party Hard Remix, you know, um, that was out there that did, that did so well, you know? And I was like, man, I need a song in that vein or something kind of like that, but that fits me, you know? So, you know, I, I tend to, to think that I'm one of the people who carry themselves, you know, decent. And I just needed a slang, a slang for it. So I was like, yo, I got flavor. It's this flavor. Like, it's, it's an old Brooklyn slang as well, yo. These, these sneakers is mad flavor. It's got flavor, yo. This flavor right here. Whatever. So, and then I'm a, I'm a fan of the old public enemy um, rap group, you know, flavor with flavor flavor. So I was just like, yo, that's so funny. So I had the track and I was like, I needed people to collab with. And, you know, I, I ran into a lot of closed doors, you know, for whatever reason. But one day I performed at, uh, Ninja Fett event, big up Ninja Fett. And my boy, my boy Suspense, he was like, problem, man. Safari was there. I saw him, they introduced me to him. I was like, what up? But we had met a couple of times before. And he probably he didn't remember, you know, he's Safari. So they introduced me and I was like, yo, we met, blah, 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 XYZ. He's like, okay, all right, cool, whatever. I performed and then my boy Suspense was like, yo, I want you and Safari to do a song. I was like, that's, that's nothing. I have the song already, which was the same song. He was like, you lying? I'm like, I have the song already, bro. Just make the link. So he messaged Safari and told him X, Y, Z. And he said, yeah, I'll do it once I like it. Let me hear it. But I was just like, whatever. He's not going to really do it. But the funny thing is chemistry, man. And, and people who love the culture. Now, he's not a soca artist, but he was willing to experiment much like I, I am or I was. And he, he sat in traffic for so long because he left at a certain time when it was like rush hour and he was in traffic for like three plus hours going to the studio. And I was like, yo, he's probably not going to come. But he showed up, came to the studio. I'm happy belated birthday to him all in one, just passed. Um, and we rocked out. And outside of the music now, while in the studio, we vibe and we realized we had chemistry. You, know, you understand what I'm saying? Some people like to say, use this no new friends slogans nonsense because it's people who, who you know for years who wouldn't lift a finger to help you get somewhere and you could meet somebody today and tomorrow they're telling you yo this is what you need to do 
come here and do this and do that and whatever. And he did that, you know? So big up to Safari one time. And then after talking, we continue talking after the fact and just sharing jokes and cracking jokes. And then he liked to crack jokes on people. I like to crack jokes on people. That developed into like, a, you know, a little, a little brotherhood. I haven't known him all his life or anything. I'm not going to pretend. But we cool. I can message him at any time and, and, and so on and so forth. And then when I wanted to do the video, he was, he was down to do it. I was like, what? And then he, he actually suggested who he wanted to film and whatever. I put it together. He drove a long drive again, came to the studio, bugged out with us, laughed. And that's how that happened. And he's, we still good to this day. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Wow. And yeah, I, I think you bring up a really good point about the chemistry, right? Between who, who you work with and definitely keeping that open mind to, to keep your connections open, to bring new people into your life and, and really, yeah. really get that creativity flowing. Yeah, yeah. You know? There's a bunch Absolutely. of stuff I'm working on that's going to happen. A bunch I, of stuff. I, a bunch, of, bunch, of, bunch of stuff. It. Yeah, a bunch of stuff. I'm very aggressive with it right now, you know? Like, because I'm humble, a lot of times things that I do may be overlooked. And people always tell me like, Problem, you need to sting, but I'm like, there's, there's, a, there's a fine line between being aggressive and being confident, and people start saying you're boastful, or you right. think you're this and you're kind of that. Because at the end of the day, soca culture, we don't get to do like what the rappers and the dancehall actually when thinking about how and actually praise ourselves in our music and say how good we actually are. We could get away with a little one line, you know, but for the most part, as soon as you start acting like, I know for a fact I'm underrated. I know for a fact that I'm overlooked a lot. I know, I, I know I might not be the best singer, but in this day and age, talent is the least. No one really cares about talent anymore. You know, it's all about marketing. It's all about your image. It's all about can you articulate? Can you get by on stage? And it's factual. It's factual, but not to be devil's advocate, like I said, there's a lot of people who would steer you away from a problem child. You know, because they're worried about losing their audience. But we, it's all love for the culture, you know? So that's just what it is, man. I don't really, I just do me and I just stay in my place because I don't, I don't, I don't want to have to be too real at times because, you know, it's going to get mistaken for cocky or overconfident or whatever the case may be. So I just take the genuine love that I get and I rock with it. Absolutely. Yeah, man. And it, that keeping that realness, I think, is what really makes problem child, problem child. I know you touched on working with um, a variety of big producers, Friction, um, Harry, Harry. Yes. What, what, what is, what is the, the creative process like when, when you get together with these producers and, and you guys want to make a, a track? Um, there's no one way. I just hope my, my neighbor just came home and she comes home every day and blasts music, man. <laughs> I just, she just pulled up. That's why I got to get a bigger house in in an in a, in a area with no neighbors. I just hope she don't start blasting and then y'all can't hear me. But um, the, process, okay. the process is, um, I, I always have a vibe in mind. Sometimes they have their own vibe and they send it to me. And once they send it and I love it, I get to work. Sometimes I say, yo, I, use, I may use a song for an example, like I need something in this vein. Don't copy it. I need something in this vein, something, it might be like a genre. I need something that sounds more like Afrobeat. I need something that sounds more like dancehall. I need something that sounds more like whatever example I might give them. They send me the beat um, with a song like Happy Carnival um, that Patrice sang. I, that came to me in the shower, the melody and everything. Wow. So I just basically, yeah. I asked for, I think it was a kick. Da, 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 da. Just for me to keep my, um, my tempo, 
and I sang the melody on that, and I had friction started, and then Red Boys came in and added their two cents to a song like that. Yeah. Amazing. I see friction there saying processes he peeing in. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, he, he's, uh, he, that's what he's saying about me. But it works though. He said, I'm a pain in the double S A. But it works. It works because half the time, if I'm not and I settle, the songs will be like a six out of 10 as opposed to an eight or a nine. You know? So I'm, I'm adamant that I'm going to get what I want from each beat. You know? Yes. And so on and so forth. So that's how I do I like, let me, let me be a pain. It works. <laughs> It works. I think when you have a, a vision and you have a sound and a melody in your head, you want it to be exactly how you want it to be. Yeah, it, it is a I, process to get there. Yeah, and I, I like my beats hitting a certain way. Like, music is spiritual, man. Like, you may see people like a Christian repenting and they, they catch the spirit or whatever, whatever religion, whatever denomination, sorry. And they catch the spirit and they go into this transit. Music is no different. So I try to aim for that all the time with my beats. If I don't get that, and it's short, like there's a producer, right? I know he's saying the same thing about me right now. Because every time he says something, I'm like, nope. Go back, take that out. That ain't it. Try something else. And it's been three days, like I said. And I know he's like, oh, jeez, man. I know he wouldn't to give up. But I also encourage him whilst telling him, this is not it. I also make him and let him know, bro, there's a reason why we're going back and forth. Because I know you could do it. I believe in you. I know you could do it. Had I not believed in you, I would have I would have already given up and be like, okay, I'll try somebody else. I know you have it. So you're gonna work and work and work until you catch it. And when you catch it, then the pressure is on me. Yes, sir. Vibes. Look at that. That's that's an incredible process to hear about. Um, probably we have about seven minutes left. I'm going to keep the questions flowing. But if we do need to jump back on, if the time runs out, just let me know if you're willing to jump back on. Yeah, and we can I'm keep here, it going man. for a little longer. Good. I'm, awesome. I'm here, awesome. I'm here, I'm here. Vibes. So it's amazing to hear these, the, the, the creative process with the producers. Um, I know over the years, fans have noted various personas. Um, the Johnny Fontaine, the Vince C. Bad Boy, the S. James. Can you walk us through the, the meaning of the nicknames and and take us back to when, you know, music really first hit you and what kind of inspired these, these pieces and these identities. Um, wow. Problem child is basically what people or friction was just saying. And basically what I just described. Plus, I'm outspoken, you know? You know, I, I speak my mind. I speak the truth. Who don't like it, I'm sorry. But I'm not sorry. Um, it's, it's because, you know, I strive for excellence. And my, my heart is clean and I always mean well. You know, but if you know me, I talk a lot of smack. I talk a lot of ish. I can't the S word. I talk a lot of junk. You know, I'm a practical joke. I talk mess to you all the time. I'll clown you, you know, roast you as the as Americans say. Um VC Bad Boy is just an extension of problem child, but letting people know that I'm from St. Vincent and the Grenadines, you know, and that's kinda like it's 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 a little bit more personal than a problem child. It's like even on a personal level, like I don't take crap from people at all. You know, I, I, I've, I've grown and I've experienced a lot of growth in the way I, I come back at people or snap back at people. You know, I sit and I analyze and I may tone down and think about how I speak to people and address people. You know, because half the time I don't even mean anything by it, but it comes across so rash. You know, um, Johnny Fontaine, that's, that's, that's like the dapper suave problem child. You know, because um, they call me John John. There's another group of people you know, from when I, I used to live in Crown Heights, 
this old Jamaican guy couldn't say my government name, which is Shirts, S-H-E-R-T-Z. He couldn't pronounce it. He was like, yo, John John. And everybody thought that was my name. People still call me John John, you know? So why calling me John John, you know, The Godfather being one of my favorite films. And he was closely connected to the mob, which kind of reminds me of myself back in the day. Well, not, not the mob mob, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. People in that I roll with, you know I mean, they different. They roll different in the streets uh, back home in Vinci, especially in those times. And then the ladies loved him and he was a singer. So I was like, oh shoot, John John, Johnny Fontaine. It's kind of like the same. It's kind of like, he, it's like he's playing a role in a movie that I, I was living. You know, so that's how Johnny Fontaine came about and then shirts James, you know, James Gang on the wall, you know, that's my government name. So that's how all the names came about. That's awesome, man. Really, really, really cool backstory. Um, have you ever faced any type of um, challenge, you know, especially like we all know like from St. Vincent and New Grenadines being based in New York. Have you ever had experience where people look at you and they'd be like, problem child? Nah, boy, that, that, that's a foreign or, or that's this or that's that. Do you find that people place that label on you because of, I don't know. you know, the, the geography and, and the I'm, moving I'm around? I'm sure it happens, but it would never really say it to me. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it happens, but it, they're not, not going to say it to me. They, they probably say it in their little group chats or whatever the case may be, which I do know y'all have y'all little group chats. <laughs> but, but they're not going to... It doesn't affect me, man. Like, like, before the music and before the music really took off and me living here, I was, I was, still, I was, still, I was still me in St. Vincent. I was still popular. You know, I was still, I was still a guy that, that a lot of people knew, the guy who would dress a certain way and act a certain way and whatever. So once the music took off, and I was doing music from back there. Anyway, so I had a name. It's not like I bust in VNC from here. You know, I bust worldwide from here. But in VNC, people already know me. So that's my place. Nobody in VNC don't dare bring that to me about no foreign things at all. If, they, if they're saying it, they got to keep it in their headspace. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Vibes, 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 vibes. Um, yeah, so speaking of St. Vincent and New Grenadines, we know... It's a, a breeding ground for a lot of talented artists. Um, are there any specific artists that we should be paying attention to? Are there any Everybody. specific artists that you real rates? Everybody. You see, you see, it's so many to say one, and then I might just, somebody going to slip my mind, and they might be like, oh, I'll probably call all these names on you and call my name. <laughs> I'm not going to call any names. I'm not going to call any names. Just look out for Vinci Music. Drop. Just look out for it. There's a bunch of young, talented artists out there. Along, along with the with the problem, Charles, the skinny fabulouses, the um, the Zola, the James E P, you know, the Dynamite, you know what I'm saying? Who are Kevin yes. Little, who have all had some measure of international success. If I'm forgetting anybody, this is as far as international success goes. Um, there are a bunch of other talented people there that you have to look out for. July 10th, Fireman, yes. Fireman, you know the big Fireman. guns. Yes, big up, big up. Yeah, One so of my favorite artists much. as well. Yes, yeah, Mason. Yeah, yeah. I, I love, I love. There's right. many Vincent artists out there. Do y'all have to listen to? <laughs> you see why I didn't want to call names? You see why I didn't want to call names? Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Doing <laughs> interviews, doing interviews is to just think of everything. Be so sharp all the time. You might just forget Miss somebody. somebody. I know, I know, yeah. I know. <laughs> no, definitely, definitely. Um, we have about one minute remaining um, problem. So if the chat, if it just cut off, just come right back Everybody on. Just we'll on. Everybody just log back on. Everybody log back on. And the fact of the matter is, when you're coming back on, tell somebody to log on to the live. All right? Let's try to get 500,000 people watching this live right now. Absolutely. 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 
Um, man, wow. So I know, um, speaking of uh, collaborations, right? I know the live is going to cut off in a little bit. So you know what I think might be good? I'm going to, we have about 40 seconds. So I'm actually going to end Just the live end right now. Just end it now and come yeah, back. Yeah, bring it right back. Yes, sir. Cool. All you tune back in. Don't go nowhere. This is Let's Talk Soka. The DSA takeover on the Live Love Soka page. Come right back. The We're vaccine right tomorrow now. night. <laughs> Check, check. Let us know if all you're hearing us clearly in the comments. We want to make sure you get any best sound quality I'm possible. Back. Welcome back, welcome back, brother. Welcome back, welcome back. Yes, welcome so we let you, you chat build a little bit. Jell again, big up yourself. Nali, big up yourself. We back. <laughs> we're back, we're back, we're back. Yes, people saying they love in this. Cordell, big up yourself again. Chemicals, there you go. Big up everybody go. on here who I don't know. Personally, I want to thank you guys for tuning into this because you don't you don't have to. So we appreciate you. But you need to follow me on the gram if you're not. Yes. Each and every one of y'all. And I'm a, I'm gonna screenshot all these names. And if I don't see y'all following me after this, you're gonna have a problem. <laughs> cool. I bring down the reverb just a little bit, bro. So let me know if everything's sounding good in the uh, shots. Good. Yeah, let me know. Everybody's I'm, everybody I'm good. everything's I'm good. sounding good. Let us know. We're trying to make sure you get the best, best, cleanest quality right now. I'm good. Um, the sun's going down. It's finally stopped beating me in my face a little bit. So that's even better. Yeah, and the neighbor's not blasting no music, no right? Music. She knows. <laughs> she must know. She knows every day she come home. She got the souped-up um, car system. But I'm not going to knock her because when she pulled up today, she was playing Neutron. She played Soka. She played a lot of Soka okay. music. So okay, okay. I'm not so mad at that. She she's supporting the genre. Yourself, team Soka. Big up all yourself. Yes, sir. Spice, big up yourself, bro. Good to see you in the chat, my dog. Yes. All right, Bryce, cool, boo. Cool. I don't think I've ever seen that person following me. I'm, I'm literally taking names to check to see. Anybody here who's not following me? We're really trying to, to see who, who, are the, who are the real problem fans right now. <laughs> you don't even got to be a fan of mine personally. You just got to be a fan of the culture and the music because I have a lot to say and a lot to offer. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know absolutely. I mean? And ladies, plus I look good with my shirt off. So. <laughs> if you like the music, you're going to like something. There you go. And if all you haven't seen, problem, perform, problem, I gotta say, Dan, you are a powerhouse of energy. And I realized that was one of the things I haven't touched on yet is, you know, we've been talking about the, the songwriting and, and the creative process, but what, what is the performance process for you like that? When, when you get on stage, what, is, what are some of the, the things that, that come into your head? How do you transmit your energies to the crowd and everything? Man, I, think, I think I naturally turn into somebody else. A lot of times after, you know how people got to give themselves a pep talk to do well, to have that energy to like, let's go. I have to do the opposite. Like, problem, take it easy tonight. <laughs> take it easy. Don't go so hard. Take your time. You know, stop getting so carried away. It's not every crowd. You could, you could dive in the crowd. It's not every time. Slow down. Articulate better. Pronounce your words, you know, because I lose it. I lose myself in the music. A lot of times I lose myself in the music. So it's just a natural thing for me. I'm just always, I've always been a ball of energy from like, you know, playing a lot of sports and whatever. You know, I, I, I love music, man. I love it. I love it. I still mimic other people's songs that, that, that are not mine and, and, and mimic like I'm performing it. Yeah, that's how much I love music. So it's, it's, it's nothing for me to go on stage and just like execute. You know, I've grown as a performer. You know, I've learned a lot of key tricks here and there, you know. So now it's just like second nature. I'm performing in Queens, New York next Saturday. Thief and I think. Vibes, yeah. vibes, vibes. Yeah, definitely. Let, 
I share share that info with us at the end because you know I want to I want to see that performance. I want to yes, see sir. everything. You know, so I, just I've keep seen checking you my stories or whatever. I'm gonna put the flyer yes. in there. I'm, I'm, I'm putting my flyer in there. And so big up, never shy. I see somebody just mentioned me. Who's in the chat? Mentioned me in their story. So I'm I'm hoping that they posted something to the side, bring some show some love. So big up yourself. Vibes, vibes. And speaking of the energy and stuff, we cannot go without talking about you know amazing, amazing hit tune where everybody goes wild everybody feels that energy now can you tell us a little bit about the creative process behind uh um nasty nasty up nasty um, up the creative process behind nasty up um wasn't any different from any other song i let the um i let the beat talk to me i let the beat talk to me you know what i'm saying so it was just like I had to beat for a while and Nasty Up almost didn't come out because, man, it's, it's just my whole approach as far as originality go. The part of the song that says, you go mash it up and buy back, tear down and build back. I was in the studio and while I, that, 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 um, that little piece was used in soca music, um, times gone by, I was in the studio and I walked in on a session which I quickly walked back out of because a mix was going on and I didn't know. And I don't like to walk in on people's project. I don't want to hear anything. So coincidentally, that's the part of the song that was being mixed. And it was from an upcoming artist. So I was like, oh man, that's in my song. But I didn't want him to think, oh problem, heard my song and took my thing. But I was like, but you know, that song, that was, that's been in a lot of other songs, Mash Up and Bye Back. Right, but the way the song actually came to me is I was in the gym and I, I've been listening to the beat for a long time, just listening to the beat because I don't force music, right? Turn up, big up yourself. This turn is in it, what he was. Um, I don't force music, so I'm listening to the beat and I'm not getting anything, I'm not getting anything at all. And then I'm in the gym and I'm walking around, I'm doing my workout. And I just heard insurance. And that's all I heard. Not it wasn't on the beat, but in my head. I'm hearing insurance. Insurance. I had no idea why insurance came in my head. The actual word insurance with the melody and everything. I was like, so now I ignored it and try to find something else because I was like, insurance. And making no damn sense. Insurance. But no matter what I tried, I kept hearing insurance. So then I was like, if I can't ignore it, that means the audience might not be able to ignore it. So I was like, what can I say about insurance? I said, okay, we're going to mash up everything like we have. Because mashing up is what we do in VNC every year. That's the every year in VNC. You have like 35,000 and one. Mash up songs, mash up, tear down, bun down, rip apart, step on, break down, destroy, you know? So I was like, being that that's what we do every year, we go mash up everything like we have insurance. And what else? Tear down. So my reasoning now goes back to intelligence and logic, you know? So I'm like, okay, if you notice, if you have insurance, you feel more secure. Whether it be auto insurance, health insurance, or life insurance, you worry a little bit less. You're like, well, at least I have insurance, you know. So then I flipped the whole mashing up, 
into an intelligent format. Like, okay, we as human beings, because like I said, the music is in here, you know. The music is in here. So if you, if you could get people to feel a certain way, forget if you could sing, forget if, if you could get people to feel a certain way, your song is going to shut down. So I was like, okay, you will worry less. So we could mash it up and buy back. Why? Because we have insurance. And that's how the actual concept came to me. And then later on, much later, I wanted to sing something, you know, in the heart of revelry, you know, to celebrate revelry, what we do in St. Vincent to speak. This is actually like, <laughs> it's funny, a Vinci-based song, but it so happens that because soca music evolves, this song would have came out five years ago, it would not have done what it's doing now. Because the music evolved, it came at the right time where Run With It from Mr. Killer was just big and they needed more songs like that. Right, right. But, yeah. but it's not because of a song like that why Nasty Up was created. It was created because every year in Vinci, this is what we do. You know, we've, I've been, I've, I've had songs year after year after year, no discipline, riot. All my songs sound like that. All my power songs sound like that. No competition. All my songs sound like that, but nasty. This happened to be the one that came along at the opportune moment. You know? So, so because I wanted to sing about what we do in Vinci. One set of crazy people jumping up in the band. That's what happened every year in St. Vincent. So it was so easy for me to come up with that line. I just saw the picture in what we do. And that's how the song came about. Amazing, man. Yeah. And you, you bring up such an important point, which is that it wasn't because power songs are being released that you decided to do this. It was because, one, it was you expressing it from your creativity, being, being a Vincentian and seeing what yes, it really sir. means to, to mash things up, right? But the joke and, is, sorry to cut you, the joke yeah, is the, the song was somewhat overlooked in St. Vincent because, because we, we have this other mentality where we think, oh, Madhouse, Jelsey Madhouse, Madhouse, Madhouse is my second road march, 2009. But because we seem to think like once a Soka artist connect, nah, that is it. He can't connect. He can't bring the next thing. So Isaac Hunt had dropped, right? And everybody was like, Isaac Hunt, Isaac Hunt, Isaac Hunt, blah, blah, blah. And, and that was getting all the attention. But I was like, Nasty Up is my tune. That's my type of song. I get Isaac Hunt because I know my culture. And I know how to articulate and I know how to feed the audience. And I was like, watch what's going to happen with Nasty Up. And so be it. But here we are. Amazing, man. And yeah, I see a lot of people in chat right now saying, yo, Nasty Up distorted, destroyed, made Miami Carnival one of the most memorable experiences right now. <laughs> Undoubtedly. Made the shade room. Made the shade room with um, Asia. <laughs> Asia, who became my homegirl after that. She dove off the truck. <laughs> <laughs> at one of these parties it was there crazy. you go there you go barry hype big up yourself bro i see it yeah big up barry hype one time big up to all the people in the chat right now yes sir yes sir absolutely man so speaking of you know you creating these monster tunes and stuff like that um you know i i know i know you don't like to bring up the um the exact i don't really like to bring up specific artists and stuff like that but i can't help but ask question with the with, with skinny i know you guys had a collab a couple of years uh years ago drinks reach right ten, 10 years ago bro stop stop both him and i are so ashamed of that song because because of where because of where we are now it, it must have been it can't be no more than five days ago 
he sent it to me. He sent me the YouTube link and he was like, yo, what were we thinking? I was like, I was like, you got more guts, you got more nerve than me because you actually went and go went back and listened to it. I, I know that. I actually tried to figure out how to get it off YouTube like years ago, but go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, sorry. Um no, yeah, I was wondering, is there a chance that the fans can expect another collab? Anything is possible. Right. Anything is possible. I don't. I, I never say never to anything. It just has to be the right song. Though. I mean, we have to. This there's a lot to discuss because we've both grown. So you know, if if I'm to do a song of that nature, I mean, what I would say to him, which I probably should say to him before saying it on live, is we gotta be honest with each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's not gonna be a him featuring me or me featuring him. It's not going to be a this one here. It's, it's got to be split down the middle because neither one of us actually really need that. So if we're doing it, it has to be fair, it has to be even, and it has to be full of love. You understand what I'm saying? And we have to. it has to be celebrated. The song has to be right. It has to be so many things that has to be right with that song. I wouldn't just do it just for doing it safe. Absolutely. But, it, is but that it's definitely a, possible. And we've, we've actually spoken about it. And it, 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 the funny thing is, The funny thing is, it may have happened this year. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing, man. Yeah. So all, all, all the fans in the chat right now, keep eyes out on problems social media because you never know what to expect. <sighs> it could come tomorrow. It could come a couple months from now. You never know. But tomorrow night is the vaccine. Tomorrow night is the vaccine. <laughs> tomorrow night is the vaccine. Tomorrow. Oh my gosh, is the first single. It's out right now. There's a video out for it. Check it out. On oh my gosh, it's doing really, really well, as a matter of fact. Really, really, really well. Amazing, bro. I'm going to bring up a question, actually, from uh, one of the people in the chats right now. Yes. Um, this is from Tabletop. You mentioned that you sell songs. How much does a song run for? <gasps> D- DM me. In my DMs. In the DMs. <laughs> my DMs. Private chat. Private yeah, chat, or, private email, chat. or email management, which is on <laughs> bookings at problemchildmusic.com. Either there you or. go. Yeah, that's not something for me to put out there because there's, there's no one cost for a song just based on how the music is. If you understand the music industry, you know, there's so many different scenarios that could come out of it. So I can't just have one set price. You know, it depends on publishing royalties, um, the nature of the song, whether it's a single, whether it's a rhythm what it's going yes. to be used for. It's so many different things. So there's a lot to be discussed. Right. All depends on your project. I'm going to bring up one more question. This, from is, this one is from Live Love Soka Lifestyle. Um, their question is... It's my uh, fancy. Your... He got songs, questions popping up on the screen. I never see Yeah, this. yeah, yeah. Though. What are your thoughts on the fashion in Soka? <laughs> As someone who likes to fling off their shirts and everything... <laughs> Passionate. Why you want to do that to me? <laughs> From who? As far as who go, the artist or, or the or the culture? Yeah, I mean, I, I would say from a, from an artist perspective, right? Um, let, let me keep it simple with that. I don't know. I, I don't know. I just I don't know. I, I just try to pre- present myself as best as I can. I, I just try to. I I I've been a brands man and a fashion guy before the music. That's just who I am. I get from my moms. That's how my moms is. My moms used to look at um, fashion catalogs. Look at an outfit, go to the seamstress, have it made and take pictures and put it in her little foot for no reason. She's not going to a place. She just see 
fashion that she like. Oh, she see like in the kids section, she have the same thing made for me. Boom, we take a bunch of a bunch of pictures, and now we have Instagram. But back then it was like the photo albums, put them in the album. We ain't going a place. So that's just always been me. I, I love fashion. That's something like I've actually would like to be a part of, like be the face or the name behind a brand or something of that nature. That's that's just me. You're always gonna get that from me, whether I'm doing music or, or not. I've always been that way. If I pull up old pictures of me, that's who it is. I could only speak for me and what I try to do. You know, I try to be versatile with it. There's formal, there's casual, there's semi-formal, there's there's street, there's hip hop, there's whatever. I, there's beach, there's whatever. I just try to have all the bases covered. But as far as what anybody else is doing or need to do, I don't know. Absolutely. Now, really, really great answers, man. And and um, it's amazing to hear that in that regard because from what I get from that is that it's not you're not just an artist when it comes to music. You're an artist in holistically in that it's not just music. It's it's yeah, exactly, exactly. I have a quick question. I, I, I've been seeing on the internet things um, uh, in YouTube credits and stuff like that, problematic media. Can you tell us what that is about? That's everything. That's, that's, that's my little company. That's, that's like when we do our visuals. You know, it's, it's more or less kind of like a label, except we're not like officially a label as yet. You know, it's like my little, it's like management. It's like everything, songwriting videos, whatever the case may be, when I put out stuff, that's, that's the label I put it out under as far as to cover me on a broader basis. Like, let's say, for instance, um, I write a song or a project because I usually write the entire projects when I'm on rhythms, right? And it comes out and friction does it on the, the beat. It's not going to be friction and problem child because I might be on it as an artist. But the label, as far as the songwriting, is problematic media, which I also fall under. Yeah. Big Up Cardell, the official visual person for problematic media as far as like vlogging once he's available, whatever the case may be. I also use um, Junior from Precisely Feelings, but he has his own company. Cardell has his own company. So I work with people who have their own companies like we are all our own entity, but when you're working with me, which is not for me, but with me, you know, you would see Cordell's credits, but you would also see my credits. Yeah. The collaboration is key. I love to hear that you bring in artists from not, not just musicians, but whether it be visual artists, writers, this, that, producers, you're bringing them all together to create some amazing amazing yeah, amazing yeah, stuff definitely. no man is an island you know you want to go fast go alone you want to go far go with others ah well said well said we have uh another question here from someone in the chats um i saw that question i was hoping you answered answer it no, that wasn't even a long what inspired the lyrics for carry on it's such a smash did you expect it to be as big as it is yes i expected it to be as big as it is and bigger the reason I'm saying that, that's not me being cocky. That's me being honest. Yes, I expected it. For one, it's Patrice. Right? Two, that song when I was writing it, I got so much goosebumps. Right? Three, the way I wrote it, like I was saying earlier, I could easily change a couple of words around. You know, tonight is your night. It's your world, baby. Do as you like. Why not? Do, right? I could, I could standardize that English-wise. And have another vocalist 
sing that song over. You know, that's a song I could get picked up and like say, I don't want to call names where a mainstream R&B artist could sing in her own way with a different beat. And it's the same result, which is why we need to push our culture. It would be a shame to see that happen and it doesn't happen for Patrice. Like someone reach out to us and say, listen, this song, XYZ, so-and-so want to want to redo it. Yada, yada, yada. We're not going to say no because everybody's going to benefit and get paid off it to keep it, to put it bluntly. But... Is, if that was to happen, if that was to happen, I would be very happy, but I would also feel like, damn, had we supported the actual record as a culture, the same thing could have happened for the original record. Right. You know what I'm saying? What was the other part of that question? <laughs> did I expect it to be, did I expect it to be as big? As big as it, as it became, yeah. No, there was two parts of the question. Oh, well, I think I lost part. it. See? Yeah. Yeah. But 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 to answer that part of the question, yes, I was hoping yeah. that it that it that it that it would do what it did. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. We have one more question about another tune. I'm gonna bring it up for you. Incoming. This one is from Diary Phil. Could you tell us about the process behind making facts with Masha? <laughs> facts is a song, bro. Facts is one of those songs where I was like, listen. Fox is a chewing dog. Y'all need to go check that song out. Fox came about, okay, I got the rhythm from Mr. Legs. Big up to Mr. Legs. And me, I'm always experimenting, man. So if you ever hear something from me and you're like, hey, heck, I never heard nothing like this in Soka before, that's problem child for you. Case in point, Fly Boy Fly off my first album, track number one. Go check it out. Listen to that song. It'll change your life. I promise you, I'm not just saying that. Fly Boy Fly. Go on YouTube and listen to Fly Boy Fly, my problem child, when this is um, done with. But facts. Facts. I just wanted to be creative. So, okay, I have the hook. But as opposed to doing verses, I did an interview. Right? Right. I'm not going to lie, that's inspired by a song that Jay-Z has. So you see where my head is usually at. I think the song is called Dope Man, where he was like on trial and the reporter was reporting live from the courthouse and, you know, whatever the case may be, whatever. That insp- I was like, it'd be dope to do something like that in Soka. So I just flipped it my way. And instead of doing verses, I had that Ashley Abash, you know, ask and question why and how do we act the way act, which is tearing down and ripping down. And I wanted to address, at the time I was happening, at the time I was writing the song, certain things were in question about the behavior and people complaining about venues being destroyed and this and whatever the case may be. My whole thing to that was just to like address it in music, you know? So those are the questions that the interviewer She's asking in the song, like, like, how do you do these things? Are you afraid you're going to get hurt? What if this gets damaged? You know, and then, like, we're answering the questions, and then the chorus, the chorus comes back in. I promise you right now, if any DJ, any influential DJs, right? Because there are a lot of great DJs out there who might not be influential. And influential only means that if they say go, people go. If they say sit, people sit. If they say stand, people stand. If they say this good, people believe it, even when it's not good. If they say this isn't good, people believe it, even when it is good. So I promise you right now, if and when things go back to normal and influential DJs or an influential DJ 
picks that record up and starts playing it is going to do damage, serious damage. So that goes back to what I was saying earlier, where some songs could get or be overlooked. A song like Falling by Marshall Montana, which I wrote, that is a billboard song, if you ask me. Absolutely, yeah. If you listen to that, it's, it's so standardized English-wise. You know, even if you're not a fan of soccer, you could listen to that song, understand every word, and most and more impro importantly, sorry, relate to it. I promise you, you know, but it came out in 2018 on think Christmas Eve. But we ran out of time as far as getting the mix right and the release, and we didn't want to save it, but we should have saved it. You live and you learn. And I think because people were so busy with the whole preparing for Christmas, because, you know, Christmas in the islands is a big, big deal. Big thing, but yeah. the, song, the song still grew. The song still grew to some to some arm levels. That's that's a, see everybody like falling. Everybody who knew about falling like falling, right? But that is a song once again. Buy the records, bro. Buy the records. Ninety nine cents. Go and buy it. It's never too late to buy a record because once again, somebody else will come take a song that we did, have it blow up, and it didn't happen for the original artist. Case in point. Who let the dogs out? Right. Why why couldn't we? Why it took for somebody else to see our own value? Why couldn't we as a people see what that song was, supported it to that level, and have who was it? Was it Anselm Douglas? Can't remember the artist. Forgive me if I'm wrong. But why couldn't we have that happen to that artist? Why it took the other group? Was it Bahamen? I don't remember. To have that happen to them. Why did it take for them to see the value in our stuff? Right. But at the same time, we always quick to think we don't want other people in our stuff. But they're the ones who are seeing it because we're blind to it. We're not seeing it. You know? Absolutely, yeah. And I think that that's, that's an issue we've been facing for many, many years in, you know, in, in the musical genre. Um, I'm going to bring up one more question for you. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me say one thing before I go around. Yeah, go for ahead, the, for, go ahead, for go those ahead. of you who know the song Falling, right? Picture Chris Brown singing that song. What do you think the result would be? And the result should not be different because it's Marshall singing it. But on we go. Absolutely, absolutely. This one here is from... Barry, your pen game is serious. Barry, go in your bed, want... man. <laughs> Who would you want to write for for a problem from any genre? Who would I want to write for me, or who would I want to write for? Who would you want to write for a problem, any genre? I don't, I, I don't know if that's what he meant because if Barry knows me, Barry, you know, I don't want anybody to write for me. Bar Barry, you in the chat? Tell it to clarify for us, please, brother. <laughs> um, maybe, 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 maybe he wants to know who I would want to write for. Who I, I, I haven't think that's what he, I think that's what he meant. Who yeah. I haven't written for as well, from any genre. <laughs> See, I knew it was right. Barry know me. Barry don't have to ask me that. <laughs> Barry know. Barry know not to ask me that. He, I'm telling you. I know. You see? You're all right. Watch out, watch out, watch out. Problem child always speaks the truth. Remember, I go back to telling you I know people and I analyze people. Now, he made an, he made an error, but I was able to figure it out why. Because I know him. 
You understand? Barry couldn't come and tell me anything without me knowing exactly what he means. You understand what I'm saying? He, he, yes. he, only, he only has to think it. But because I've, I've, I've known and I've, I've been around him, I already know what he meant. But um, I have songs. I have songs that I penned for um, Rihanna. So any Yahoo, any Rihanna cousins, in-laws, anybody in here, just go send her, tell her, holla at me. I have a song, a three-way female hip-hop collab um, for, for, for whoever. I have songs that, that, that I wrote that are just sitting there. I have, um, you know one of those pop, do you ever feel like a plastic bag? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Katy Perry. I, I, have, I have two songs like that that I, that I wrote that, that's just sitting there. So it's whoever. It's whoever. The most of the people who I want to I wanna work with are really great writers already. You know, people like Cartel, people like Jay-Z, people like Kanye, people like oh, young artists, Lil Baby, um, Idonia, um, Lana Del Rey. Um, who else in, in, in some of these weird genres that I listen to? Um, oh, what's my, it's my homegirl, that's my girl name. Yeah, oh, my God. She's not coming to me right now, but... A bunch of other people. And if you realize that I'm not mentioning um a lot of soca artists is because they're they're let's see this slide, please. Oh they're they're um my soca um counterparts are very, very, very um accessible and in times to come anybody who I haven't worked with as yet I will work with eventually. So I'm not worried about that. You know, I just I just believe my talent just goes so far beyond just the boundaries of soca music that the names that I name are people who I would just like I know if we ever linked up it'll be crazy absolutely absolutely um I'm bringing up one more before, before we kind of bring things to a little close here this one is coming from Spice Spice big up yourself um what is oh, your Lord. favorite riddle? Lord is the name I couldn't remember Lord L-O-R-D-E Lord oh Her. Lord yeah I, I, know, I know great artist great artist my favorite what is riddle? your favorite rhythm of all time? This one is coming from DJ Spice. I don't have one, man. I that I don't I don't have one. You know, and and the rhythms and the rhythms. Big up Patrice, Patrice and the Big up child. yourself, Patrice. Patsy, we know don't call up your name, girl. We're talking about your Patsy. Where were you? Where were you this whole time? I was talking about you, telling everybody how you could sing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but um, no, nah, I mean, it is what it is, man. It is yeah. what it is. So right now, no favorite rhythm, no, 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 no nothing mm, like that. No, nah, nah, I can't. I, but I love music so much. I love music so much, bro. I could be listening to whatever at any given moment. I was just jamming to my Curtis Mayfield. People probably don't even know who Curtis Mayfield is. You know. I, I, I rock out to Curtis Mayfield. I listen to like, it depends on the day and the mood that I'm in. I could be listening to anybody at any moment. I don't have any specific genre that I listen to. It depends on what I feel like. Somebody might pass in a car playing one song and I'm like, yo, I haven't listened to that in a long while. I like, you know who I like? Coldplay. You know? Yeah. I, have a, I, I have a whole, a whole um, playlist that I made with like Fall Out Boy and, and a bunch of Red Hot Chili Peppers. A bunch of crazy stuff, man. I listen to I listen to music, man. You could you come to my house, you're gonna come in my car, you're gonna hear anything. There you go, drawing inspiration from so many different sources. Yeah, I was and listening again, to Billy Joel earlier today. Sorry, 
yes. And that, that's, what, that's one of the, the reasons I think that makes it very holistic artist. Um, here's a question we always ask. Um, it's, it's kind of a general question. So at, feel free to answer it how you will. Where do you see soca music kind of going in the next five to ten years? If we don't change up, we act right where we is right now. Right where we are right now, if we don't do better. Right where we are. Making progress, but very slow progress. Very slow progress. People going to recognize what we have. Come take our little ideas. Do you know that song? What's that song by um, French Montana and Swaley? What's it called? Come on, y'all help me, man. It's, it, it's a very, very big song, but it kind of like... Ah, man. Come on, French Montana, Swaley. Somebody in here, put it in here. Oh, in the chat. Help us out. Help us out. Um, it's a very popular song. Everybody should know it. Sorry. Um, sorry. Um, I'm not moving on till y'all tell me what... That... Unforgettable. <laughs> yes. Unforget... There we go. That beat is a soca beat. You want to know what's yeah. crazy? Yes. You, you, you want to know what's crazy? Me? Crazy? crazy? I wish anybody in here... No, not Guatemala. <laughs> anybody in here to bet me the last dollar in their bank account. And I'll prove them wrong that it is a soca beat. You know how? Because Swaley himself said it. I would have never thought this guy would have even known what soca is. And I had it in my stories. that I didn't keep it, but he was like, you know, well, they were asking him, like, how does he articulate? Much, much kind of like what you guys are asking me. And he was like, well, you know, you know, that's like unforgettable. It's a more kind of soca type of vibe. I was like, what? Because the drum pattern, the percussion in that alone, I was listening to it like I was like, yo, this is soca. This is soca. But it, it, never, it, it wasn't a topic where I had to address it or speak to anybody. I was just saying it to myself or to my friends like, yo, this is soca. It's just what they're doing on it. So it was many, many months later to hear him actually say that I was like, look, see, that's what's going to happen. They're going to take our sound. They're going to take our songs. They're going to take our ideas and push it in their market. But no, I'm not talking about the cadence. I'm not talking about their, their music, their, 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 their writing, the beat. The beat. If you listen to the beat, that's a soca beat, bro. And they, I, he actually said it. See, so somebody said steel pan in it. I didn't even, I didn't even know. <laughs> I just, I was just going on the vibe, you know. So they're gonna keep taking our stuff. But music is for the world anyway. But you know, you know what I mean when I say that. Absolutely. And yeah. and, and and feeding their market with it while we here and watching like okay, and act like our stuff ain't as good. It's as good, man. Yeah, somebody just said Justin Bieber did the same thing, but they did it with Sorry. All... Yeah, that's 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 a that's soca dance hall mm -hmm. fuse. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. so y'all stay right there. Stay there and think there's only two people could could, could push soca or three people could put soca on a certain level. Come on now. Mm -hmm. What sorry for the freshwater Yankee accent. I, I, for, somehow every time I try to speak properly, it just comes out this way. <laughs> no, it's it's either that or you're getting the raw VC and then I don't understand what I say. Right. So, <laughs> right. See? So, 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 for, so for the broad basis of people to, to understand what I'm saying, this is the best I could do. Otherwise, you're getting the raw VC and again, hello, hello, me no hello. And you're like, what is he talking about? That's, that's something as that, you know, it's a whole different subject. No, absolutely. And um, 
I, I know this is a question that's that's gonna that's gonna go very far. I'm trying to keep it limited because the phone battery going now. But um, on, I know, I know, I, I kept it full. I kept it fully charged all day, but the Instagram just draining my thing, dog. But that's a question I always want to ask. Do you ever feel like the linguistics in soca music, right? Does that play a part in limiting or pushing the music? For example, um, if if you take a real raw power tune from Vinci, right? Does the does the language in it is is that a barrier that stops the wider audience from really understanding it? Yes and no, yes and no, because boy, we have to start with this again. Your battery died. I know, I know, I know. Initially, <laughs> initially, yes, because even me and some of the some of the things that I do and put in my songs. I kind of pull back just for a broader and wider audience. I do it deliberately, you know? Uh, at a point, I was worried about catching flack for it because I want people to say, oh, you sound so, thing, thing, thing. We quick to criticize without reasoning and understanding. Not like I would have cared anyhow. But yes, it does that. But it's mostly island for island. But if a song is good, once the hook is good enough and the vibe is, is real enough it will catch on mm -hmm. but no no in the sense where it works musically for dance hall but here's why in my opinion mm -hmm. their culture the culture is rich mm -hmm. you know it's interesting it's intriguing it's entertaining it's humorous it, it has so many different characteristics that you could look at dance hall culture and be like how they dress how they carry you know, and that's some of the things that we're lacking but we touched on that earlier so i'm not gonna drag it yeah and that's what is huge in places like japan till they mimic the songs a lot of right. people don't have a clue i'm gonna go i'm gonna keep it right here. a lot of people in other islands don't have a clue what some of the some of the songs are saying some you understand? Because when they address certain people in certain places, locally in Jamaica, a lot of people don't know, but they say it anyway, once it's clear. But in Soka now, we have that, and we don't have anything else to go along with it to draw them. So if a song is just like so much, all right, it's like when Illusion singing in, in Patwa. It sounds wicked and it might get some play, but it's harder for me to relate because I don't have a clue what's being said. Right. You know, absolutely, and yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll prove it right now. Bandung remix, right? Right. With Moto, myself, and Mister Legs. When when I rewrote when I rewrote for myself and Mister Legs, a lot of the others, the, the original song was in Patwa. We kept some of the Patwa. You wouldn't believe I'm on that song and still don't have a clue what's going on in the Patwa parts. You could have been saying anything. You could have been saying, been saying problem is a big dummy. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't know. So you also, you need, it depends on your target audience. And I was addressing this just last night where somebody wanted me to be a part of their music video. And I was like, I would love to support you, but your thing has to be of a certain standard. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's not that I yeah. don't want to help you, but I'm, I'm trying to build. And if your thing is here, you could be here as far as who know you, but if the quality and the standard of your work, you could be here, but your quality and your standard is way up. I will mess with you. But if you need to work on the quality and your standard of your work, which it was one of those songs, I was like, people are not going to be able to relate to this, brother. So, yeah, it, it, it works. And it, you know, 
And I know relatability is, is a huge thing in your music and definitely big up to everybody in chat right now. See Dale, big up to yourself. I see you, Turner, everybody else as well. Um, problem, uh, before we get to the last question, what are some, what, what, what is like maybe uh, some of the most important advice that you would give to the young and upcoming artists, those who look up to you, those who want to be like you, those who also want to be aspiring artists as well? Be like yourself. <laughs> Go be like me now. Be like yourself, but on a serious note, um, it's very important to 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 have, you know, a bunch of different types of fortitude. You have to be strong, dog. You have to be strong. You will get a lot of closed doors, man. You will get a lot of people laughing at you. A lot of people telling you no. A lot of people telling you you ain't good enough. I know people. Yeah, I know people who said certain things. You know what I mean. And, 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 and they had to just like pull back on that. You know what I mean? Real talk. But you can't give up. The surest way to not accomplish something is by giving up. That's the surest way of not accomplishing something. Uh, when I got party animal, the year just before that, I didn't like how it was going. I couldn't deal with the politics and the friendism. You know? And I figured like, damn, man, my songs are good. But I didn't understand the inner workings of the industry. And that's something you have to also learn how the industry works and set up the business aspect of the music, of the music business um, for one of the reasons why we're in this pandemic state. And, you know, I'm still okay enough. I'm getting by, you know, because the business end is set up correctly as far as publishing royalties and so on and so forth. So you can't be afraid to learn. You can't be afraid to fail. You can't be afraid to experiment, you know, and you can't be afraid to take advice. One of the biggest things is that people don't want to take advice. They put upon a hit and they think they reach, so they're too big to listen. I was taught so many things. I mean, I was told so many things advice-wise, and I listened to everything. I didn't agree with everything, but I at least listened. And then if it didn't work for me in that exact regard, I flipped it. I flipped it into what works for me, you know? Injecting a little humor in your performance. Because Problem Child is a bad man who grew up listening to beer gun tunes. And, 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 and as far as the friends who I grew up with is of that nature. You know what I'm saying? Some serious, serious monsters who run in the streets. Right. So once I start doing soccer now, I go on stage with a, a kind of a aggression, which is still there, but I learned to balance it in a fun kind of way. I'm not, you know, it was yes. no humor. It was no really engaging the audience. It was just like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like so many things you have to listen. And if you listen to all those things, it's, it's a bit much to stomach at once. But, you know, I mean, the most important thing is to be willing to learn and not giving up. Yeah. Great words of wisdom, man. I hope... For all, everybody in the chat right now, that applies to any creative, anybody, when you have your goals, please take these words of wisdom from Problem. Oh, you ain't really, do it. really appreciate it. You don't have to take it, you know. <laughs> or you might get too good and come and, <laughs> and knock me off the box. <laughs> nah, jokes, all jokes. All jokes. Um, so Problem, tell us, where can we find you? Where can we stream the music? Give us, give us uh, one more time another drop for the for the thing happening tomorrow for the people who not following me i see you got like you got a lot of followers on your side bro 
Everybody on your side need to follow me. I'm screenshotting all these names and I'm going to DM you and ask you why are you not following me? Ladies, if your man tell you you can't follow me, it's all right. I will respect that. <laughs> because a lot of that, that, that was happened to you, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, that was happened mm -hmm. to I don't doubt it. I don't doubt yeah. it. All right, no, let me don't get into that, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll save that for, for uh, the part three. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. If you tell him I'm your cousin, if you tell him don't follow me, I ain't no problem long term. That's my cousin. Right? Something. Or oh, he like my friend, or my friend like him, or he use it just good. But just make up something. <laughs> don't pay him no mind. You understand? Um, you can you can find me on on Instagram at Real Problem Child. For those of you who haven't figured it out by now, um, my Twitter is Vinci Bad Boy. Um, just just hit me up, man. Just check me out. Everything gonna be on iTunes, like I said earlier, Spotify, um, YouTube, Problematic Media. Subscribe to that channel. Problematic media. See some of the ladies in here smiling. All they gonna do it natural? No, get them I, like. I, I go play along and be like, oh, oh, huh? yeah, come on, bro. That's my aunt, cousin, sister. Walling. Come on. You, you notice as soon as I tell a lie, the phone falls. Yeah, right? I, I can see that. I see that. As soon as I tell a lie, that thing caused an earthquake, dog. Yo, yo, as soon as you lie, the phone drop, dog. See. Somebody in here, yo, you see, universe don't lie. Uh, not the universe at all. does not lie. Not Jano, at all. YouTube, yeah, problematic media. Just follow that, subscribe to that channel. Um, don't forget to go and listen to Fly Boy Fly. Um, go and stream. Oh my gosh. Um, and the EP comes out tomorrow night. It's really Friday, but you know, one second after midnight is Friday, so Thursday night. It's five songs. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. yeah. Soviet, the Soviet. Yeah. Five songs out there. Um, I'm not going to, I don't want to reveal anything about the EP. I want you guys to go out there and check it out. And then the um, Durban Poison Rhythm, yeah. The entire rhythm is fire. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Um, and then the album drops October 23rd, which is a day before my birthday. Ladies, all you don't forget. Follow me. Fives, fives, fives. Oh, you heard it from Problem Child. Keep an eye out for the EP tomorrow. Or oh, your go the vaccine. Artists, support the genre. Support the vaccine. Because we need it listen, right. now let me, more let me, than let me, ever. Let me break a record, right? The second song on the EP is called Mine, All Mine, a.k.a. Show You Off. Right? Let me focus on that one record. Right? All you want after that. But I think we should focus on that one. And let's... Everybody in here purchased that song. It's 99 cents. Right? And let everybody in here who knows somebody running a susu on this song, eh? everybody in here who knows somebody who they could manipulate, whether they, they, they just listen to Soka or not, whether they like Soka or not, message them and make them buy the song. Ladies, tell them, man, if you ain't buy the song, I'll leave in you tomorrow. Fella, <laughs> fellas, do the same to your woman. Whether she like this artist or another artist, just buy this song. Right? Encourage somebody to buy this song. Just purchase it. It's 99 cents. You understand? Half of you gain all this side. You have more money. Anyway, that's a different story. Buy this song, support this song, and let's, let's go. Because if I see all you, 
as I was saying, if I see Aria in any name brand store and I hear a Caribbean accent, and all you're buying Louis Vuitton, all you're buying Rick Owens, all you're buying Fendi, all you're buying Jordans, all you're buying whatever all you're buying, and I hear the accent and I say, yo, where you from, yo? Yo, yeah, Jamaica, yo, I from Barbados, from Grenada, wherever, Panama, wherever. <laughs> the next step is, can I see your phone, please? Do you have an iTunes or Spotify um, account? Yes, you do. Can I see the vaccine, please? What vaccine are you talking about? The EP that you bought. If you didn't buy it, you have to buy it. I am going to make you buy it. Otherwise, the both of you get in trouble. Because you're going and spend $3,000 on a Louis Vuitton duffel bag. Right? They say you love soccer. But you're aiming and spend five dollars on my EP. Now you're buying it. You're buying it in front of me. You are going to buy it. I am going to make I will take your phone and buy it. I am telling you. So let me just focus on mine all mine, aka show you off. And let me all spend a 99 cents and message at least three people and tell them to buy that song. Just tell them to buy it. They don't have to know why. Just buy it. Each person in here message three people and send it in my DMs. Because if all you end with, me and all your two self. Mm -hmm. You're going to yeah. face the brute honesty <laughs> from the Vinci bad boy. I'm telling you, himself. me asking all you, you have to buy that. Yes, please, yeah, all go out and problem. I support, support the artists. And for the, for the people in the islands, like, I don't even know Spotify is in the islands. But if it is or isn't, whatever, if you don't have access, you're excused. But you have YouTube. You will watch the Oh My Gosh video at least once a day. Or the nasty video at least once a day. But all of you foreigners, all you will buy that song. You will buy the EP. You understand? All you see, all this, my friend. Let me see all in any party. Can I see your phone, please? Lock my off. Do not speak to me. Because I know you like Brands Red Dog, Ryan Butcher from Barbados. I know you like Brands. The song is 99 cents, though. Let me put your business out there. I see you. Good. Barry, you too. Friction. You have a nice vehicle. You could buy 99 cents. You could spend 99 cents and buy my song. Not because you ain't produce it. Or you ain't coming on style and play. All you have no name, brother. Or you ain't buying nothing. War. Fighting, locking all down. I'm not your friend. I am not your friend. Telling you, you want to put twenty dollars gas in the car, put nineteen dollars and save the dollar to buy my thing, because a dollar gas ain't taking you nowhere. There you go. You done heard it from problem child. Problem. I want to say thank you so much for your time for the for the nearly two hours. This was an incredible, incredible yeah. session. Thank I'm you for all the knowledge, the realness, the gems. Now. Yeah, <laughs> gotta keep it going, right? Yes, the performance sir. coming soon. <laughs> yeah, no, they don't buy my thing now. Don't buy it now. Don't buy it and see. Everybody support the artist, support problem. Buy it tomorrow, the vaccine. It will be there midnight. Buy it off of iTunes. You support see? the artist, ah, support the genre. Shredded Elite say he gonna buy it. Shredded Elite. Big bodybuilder say he gonna buy it. Yeah, DM me. I need some tips. <laughs> yeah. 
All in the winter time after I done exercise, uh, no shirt. Calling you too. <laughs> Calling Mendez. Everybody on here. Spotify, everything. Everything. Spotify, Sightify, Blindify, everything. Have it. iTunes, Amazon, Tidal. Everybody have it. YouTube have it. You understand? And make sure. But the DJs don't even have to play because let me say something. Um, on a little bit, not, not not too serious a note, but the vaccine wasn't really designed to like push songs on radio and blah blah. It was it was more like a gift for me, but it cost. You understand? So we just want to recoup the cost at least because mm -hmm. I realized in these times everybody was kind of like depressed and going through. A lot of people lost jobs, a lot of people lost loved ones, and so on and so forth. Hence the reason the vaccine, because it's supposed to cheer you up and make you feel a little bit better. Because you know that's what soca music does. Anyhow. So it's just really for the fans, for the supporters, for the lovers of soca music. So this is one, DJs, y'all excuse, y'all don't have to go breaking down the radio and on y'all mixes with, with these songs. It's fine. You know, this is just basically for, you know, the basic, the, the problem child fans, supporters, the supporters of soca music on a whole. Just stream it, play it, buy it, whatever the case may be. And thank you in advance because I'm only going to do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. Incredible, incredible. I'm looking forward to it tomorrow. You can check my phone because I have it. It's all the five, six songs on there. We're going to have it. That's, that's what we do at the Soka Analysts. Yeah, fine. Yeah, that's the cure for the COVID. Ryan, killer songs. Red Dog is saying that it's a cure right now. It, it'll at least make you feel better. You know what I'm saying? So just go out there. Mm -hmm. Support, love and support. Thank you, everybody, for checking into this live. Remember what that's what we discuss here. You know what I'm saying? And just execute. Yes, sir. Patrice Vibes. gone. Patrice Roberts <laughs> come on my line when she gone already. Patrice, what you doing? You, you when we get, get Patsy yeah, on problem, you, you have to, to join us. You had to get you had to get Patsy on here. Yes. We, we're trying, we're trying. We are pushing, we're trying, we're trying real hard. Nah, I'm gonna call Patsy and tell she do, that's that easy. That's my nah, sister, man. Do. That's please my do. sister, that man. She she that easy. Please do, yeah. If we could find a way to bring Multiple people into the conversation. We we will look into that as well. So we can yeah, get a, a big Patsy, a big group a big group chat could, going I on. I could call a shot for you with Patsy, man. You mean? Uh, much love, much love. Thank yeah, you, brother. Easy. Real appreciate it. So yes, tomorrow the vaccine problem. Thank you again. It's tomorrow so, night, so, so, so much. Yeah, so tomorrow night. Morning, don't go tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. see it and, and try to use that for an excuse for not buying it. Oh no 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 no! no. <laughs> it's tomorrow night. 12 o'clock and one second past 12, which will be Friday, it will be available. Yes. If you see it immediately, sometimes iTunes uh, just stick a little bit. By the time Friday morning comes, it will be available. Trust and believe that. Trust and believe it. Once again, this was Let's Talk Soka. Boom. The DSA takeover on the Live Love Soka page. Our guest today was Problem Child. Amazing, amazing, holistic artist. One of the realists in the industry. Problem, thank you again. Much love. Big up and bless. Thank you all here for tuning in. Big Thank you very much. Bless. Thank you very much. Y'all be good. Yay. Yay. <laughs>